Hare Krishna. I welcome all the everyday chant Hari Nam conference call. Today we are very, very fortunate to have His Grace Sachidananda Das Prabhu from Canada to enlighten us on verse 12 from chapter 2, canto 5. Prabhuji, please accept once again my humble obeisances. Please take over the call whenever you are ready. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much, Mataji. So, uh, my humble obeisances to all of you. One request, please uh, mute all yourselves. That way, just in case if there is some background noise, it doesn't uh, interact with the class. So, thank you so much. So, we will start today by the mercy of Shri Shri Guru and Gauranga. Uh, if Mataji can just confirm quickly, uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, chapter 5, chapter 2, verse number 12. Correct? Yes, Prabhuji. Thank you so much. So, Om Namo Bhagavati Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavati Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavati Vasudevaya. Jai Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari Jai Vijana Vallava Girvara Dhari Yashodanandana Vrajjanaranjana Yamuna Tira Vrachari Jai Radha Madhava Bihari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hari 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 Vol Hari Vol Hari Vol Nithai Gaura Hari Vol Jaya Lalita Vishakha Radeshyam Lalita Vishakha Radeshyam Jaya Jaya Prabhupada 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 Jaya Jaya Prabhupada Jaya Jaya Guru Gurude Gurude Jaya Jaya Gurude जय श्री महापुरुषाम की जय पुरुषोत्तम क्षेत्र जगन्नाथपुरी धाम की जय गंगा माई की जय जमुना माई की जय भक्ति देवी की जय तुलसी देवी की जय समारे गौर भक्त वृंद की जय ऑल ग्लोरियस असेंबल दिवोदीज ऑल ग्लोरियस असेंबल दिवोदीज 
All glory to the seven devotees, all glory to Shishi Gurban Gauranga. Aradhi Bhagwan Vrajesh Tanesh Kaddam Vrindavanam Ramyaka Chidupasna Vrajivadvargi Nataya Kalpita Srimata Bhagavad Purana Malam Premapumar Somahan Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Urmadaidam Nayatraya Graha Paraha Vandiram Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrijatam Sarvada Raghunathan Vitamtam Sajeevam Sarvadvetam Sarvadvetam Parijana Saitam Shri Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sarvada Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha Navaniradanindita kanti dharam Vasasadara nadara bhupavaram Shubhavanki vacharu shikhanda shikhim Vaja krishna nidhim Vrajiraj sutam Radhika sarodaindu Nindimukha mandali Vandiye shritada tatva Vishvanu nandini Ajaanilambita bhujau karakayal dhato Sankirtanay pitarayo kamalayatakshu Vishwambaro bhujavaro yugadharma palo Vande jagatapriyakaro karunahutaro Patitapavananitai gaur sundar ki jai Hare Krishna Once again a humble request please mute yourselves I am hearing somebody in the background I think a number from 847-508-6047. Your microphone is unmuted. Prabhuji Mataji, please mute yourself. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. So today's verses from Ventras Srimad Bhagavatam, chapter number 5, chapter 2, verse number 12. And um, it is in regards to the impetus of the creation, this particular chapter. Again, somebody is telling the host, please request the audience to mute themselves. The number 847-508-6047, I humbly request you please mute yourself. Uh, Prabhuji, I will mute from my side, from the whole Thank side. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Because it does cause a little bit of a distraction. The thought flow does get distracted. I appreciate it. Thank you. Lokam pradarsha surutam tavakam me yatratya itham urasa Avyayav apurvav Asmadvirasya manavanyano vibharti Baho adbhutam sarasarasa sudhadi vaktre Transition and Papad Bhajjivangya Shabhavad Shabhavad Ji ki jai What do we meaning? Lokam, Lokam, residential place. Pradarsha, please show. Surutama, O best of friends. Tavakam, your may, unto me. 
Natra Akyaha, a person born wherein it comes like this, Urasa by the chest, Avyayo, two limbs, breasts, Apurva, wonderful, Asmad Vidasya, of a person like me, Manaha, Unnyanam, very agitated to the mind, Vibharti, sustained, Bahu, many, Adbhutam, wonderful, Sarasa, sweet words, Rasa, amorous gestures like smiling, Sudha Adi, such as nectar, Vatre, in the mouth. Translation by his derivation of Oh, best friend, again there is somebody who is unmuted, please mute yourself, thank you. Oh, best friend, will you kindly show me the place where you reside? I cannot imagine how the residents of the place have gotten such wonderful bodily features as your raised breasts which agitate the mind and eyes of a person like me, who sees them, judging by the sweet speech and kind smiles of those residents, I think that their mouths must contain nectar. So, as far as the, the purport is concerned, I will, what I will do is I will take the points from the purport and then try to expound on them uh, as per each point. But prior to doing that, uh, my thousands and thousands of obeisances is doing this to the Brahma Madhugodiya Sampradaya and all the assembled Vaishnavas. May the words that emanate from my mouth be pleasing to Madhugodiya Vaishnava Chayasana in the line of Rupanujas. So I seek the blessings of all. Om Gyarati Viranda Sri Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshuran Militam Yenatasma Shri Gurve. So uh, this particular chapter deals with the activities of Maharaj. Uh, Krishna Prabhu, Prabhu uh, the sound is a little bit low, if you can Okay Prabhuji, thank you so much for pointing that out. Uh, is this better? Yeah, it is a little better Prabhu. Okay, I'll speak louder. Uh, I guess that's my quality of the phone, I guess. So, this particular chapter, in Canto 5, chapter number 2, it deals with the activities of Maharaj Agnidra. I would like to briefly mention uh, a bit about Maharaj Agnidra before actually going into this verse. That way, in case if somebody has missed the connection, then they can easily uh, you know, be on the same page. So, uh, the father of Maharaj Agnidra, King Priyavrata, went off for his spiritual realization and his son Agnidara became the ruler of Jambudri. Uh, Maharaj Priyavata's instructions to his son uh, uh, was that he should maintain the residence as a good king and have affection just like the father feels towards his son. So that is what real Rajrishis do. They are not only kings but they are Rishis. That's the glory of the Vedic culture. Great kings like Parikshit Maharaj, Yudhishthir Maharaj, King Dasrat, uh, King Janak, all these great rulers like King Priyavrata, Manu Maharaj, and, and many, many kings in those days were great kings 
but they were great devotees of the Lord. And because the Lord is Bhakta Vatsal, so does the so does the king, he is also having because he is a devotee, he has the qualities. Saksha Garitya Samasta Shastra Ruptasabhavyasabi Kinto Prabhoya Priyavatasya Vande Guru Sri Charnaravinda. So the quality of a Vaishnava is just like Hari. The Vaishnava is not Hari, but he is just like Hari. Because he knows, he thinks, he feels for the pleasure of Hari. And the Supreme Lord is always very pleased when somebody acts on a platform for the benefit of mankind, for, for his and for his Krishna's pleasure and the pleasure of his associates. So, uh, uh, King Prayavrata instructed his son Agnidhar to be a good king and, and take care of the Praja. Ah, so this is very important. In today's world, uh, the kings or the prime ministers, the president or the head of the leaders, they are simply interested in how to win the next election and how to maintain their position rather than giving it up. Uh, if you all recollect, even in the previous first chapter, Manu Maharaj, he wanted to leave and hand over the kingdom to, king, to his son Prayavrata. And then he kind of declined at one point and then Lord Brahma and Naraji came and then they had a wonderful conversation and then uh, King Manu was relieved that his son agreed to take over the kingdom. Now it was time for King Priyavrata to leave. So this is how the way things should be. One should never be attached because self-realization and bhakti is the highest concept. Savaipumsam paru dharma yato bhakti radokshaje. The highest duty of mankind is a pure devotional service unto the Lord. So, besides other duties that one may have, uh, the highest point in life is when we can fully dedicate our lives. That is the highest dharma or duty. And while he was leaving, King Prayavrata told his son Agnidara to rule. So, Agnidara became the ruler of Jambudri. Now, this is, I will, I will go into a little bit of details about the plan about what Jammu Dweep is and this earthly planetary system if time permits. So, Agnidara also, Agnidra, he also desired a son. So, he did not have a son. He performed a lot of austerities in the Mandara mountain. And understanding the desire, because the main reason in those days, especially in the Satya Yuga, the persons who desired progeny was simply to continue, uh, especially if they were kings and if they were bereft of any children or a son, then a proper uh, ruler, the next ruler of the kingdom would not be possible. So even if you all remember King Dashrat, you know, he could not get children, he could not get a son, so he asked Vasishtha Muni and they performed the, 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 the Putra Kamishti Yajya and from the Yajya came out the, 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 the Yajya Devata and gave the Payasam the Kheer, and then he gave the Kheer to his queens, and that, that's how uh, Ram, Lakshman, Bharat, and Shatrugna appeared. So, similarly, the lamentation of King Dasrath was justified. So, similarly, Agnidara desired a son, because he had to continue the proper disciplic succession, and the, and the heritage of his father, eventually, because to rule the kingdom, always the good kings were needed. So he practiced a lot of austerities and Lord Brahma, understanding that, he sent 
an Apsara or a celestial girl named Purva Chitti uh, to Agnigara's hermitage where he was performing his austerities. And she dressed very attractively with very feminine movements, expressions, smiles, sweet words, uh, moving eyes, uh, which fascinated him. It's as if he was enamored and Kambe, the, the Cupid, uh, actually threw uh, uh, the, the arrow. And Agnidara was, ex he was also an expert in flattery. So because he was attracted by this Apsara, or this celestial girl, Purvachitti, uh, she was very pleased to accept him as her husband. So they enjoyed royal happiness for many, many thousands of years before returning, she, before she returned back to the heavenly abode. Uh, just like if you remember, uh, even in Mahabharata we find that King Shantanu, he, he, you know, had the, 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 he had actually uh, uh, met Ganga Devi, Ganga, the, the river Ganga personified. He was so attracted. And then uh, through her, uh, he got children. And, and, and then later on she left. So it used to happen that sometimes the celestial women or the Apsaras, they used to come. The kings, they used to get married, have pleasure. Begat some good progeny, and then they would go back to the heavenly kingdom. So similarly, Purochiti did the same thing after giving nine children to Agnidra, and those children were mentioned as known as Navi, Kimpurusha, Harivarsha, Ilavruta, Ramyaka, Hernamaya, Kuru, Badravarsha, and Ketumal. And all these nine children were given nine islands that are that comprise the Jambudvip. So this planetary system is known as Bhumandal, uh, that resembles like a lotus flower and it has got seven islands in the Bhumandal. So there are 14 planetary systems, Bhumandal is in the middle. And just to very briefly touch upon this so that you know, we can really get some, uh, uh, some, uh, some uh, idea about how great those kings were, that it was not just one little part or one continent or seven continents in today's geographical map or one country that they ruled. Uh, Brumando resembled seven islands, uh, Saptadipa, Jambudweep, Plakshadip, Shalmadip, Kushdip, Krauchdip, Shakadip, and Pushkardip. And Jambudweep is the smallest of all in Brumando. In Brumando, Jambudweep, it is in the, in the ocean of salt. Lakshadweep is in the ocean of sugar. There is, yes, there is a huge. Lakshadweep is hundreds of times bigger than Jambudweep. Hundreds of times bigger than Lakshadweep is Shalma. And it lies in the ocean of wine. So can you imagine that the, the, the ocean of salt is just a small quantity compared to the ocean of sugar and compared to the ocean of wine. And Kushadweep, which is hundreds of times bigger than Shalma, is in the ocean of Krita or the ocean of Ghee. And then much, much bigger than Kushdeep is Krochadeep, which lies in the ocean of milk. And much bigger than the Krochadeep is Shakadeep. It lies in the ocean of Dadi or yogurt. And much bigger than that is Shakadeep is the biggest of the seven islands in the Bhumandal is Pushkar, Pushkardeep. 
and it lies in the biggest ocean, the ocean of madhu or honey. So the ocean of lover, salt, etc. Salt, sugar, wine, ghee, milk, dai and madhu. And that is one of the reasons because everything belongs to Krishna. Isa vasam idam sarvam. Everything belongs to Sri Krishna. So everything must be used in Krishna's service. So that is why we find that when we perform Abhishek, except these two items, salt and wine, uh, the other five, five oceans that consist of the sugar, the ghee, the milk, the yogurt, and the honey, that is why we use them for Abhishek. That represents the, 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 the complete, the, uh, the, the, the material creation in Bhumandal where the devotee is actually collecting all these, it's a representation of collecting all these wonderful sattvic items for the pleasure of the Lord's Abhishek. So that is the reason why we perform Abhishek with Pancha, with at least minimum five items which contain uh, sugar water, uh, ghee, milk, uh, yogurt and honey. And Jambudweep is being, is being out of the seven islands, Jambudweep is the smallest and which is situated in the middle. And Jambudweep is like a round leaf of a lotus flower that is mentioned. Somebody needs more details, one can go. It will come in the 16th chapter of the same canto, canto number 5. And Jambudweep's description is that it is 72,000 miles or 9,000 yojans. One yojan is about 8 miles. And there are eight mountains that mark the boundaries of these divisions and separate them nicely. And within Jambudweep, we find that there are, there are 14 locus or the 14 planetary systems. And they are divided into seven vyartis, meaning the upper worlds, and seven lower, lower worlds known as the patam lokas. So, as we all know, the, the topmost is Satyalok, Lord Brahma's Loka. Uh, Tapalok is the abode of the tapas, of, of other deities like the Ayodhmija, Devutas, etc. Uh, Janaloka is the abode of the, uh, the, the sons of Lord Brahma. Maharloka, number four, the heavenly planet, the fourth heavenly planet. The abode of the great sages like Markendra Rishi. Swargaloka or Swarloka, known as uh, the region where the sun and the Dhru star or the polar star, uh, that is the region between this, between this region is the Swarloka and it is the residence of Lord Indra, the different devatas, rishis, Gandharvas, Apsaras and, and it's a heavenly paradise full of pleasure and it is said that there are uh, 330 million different Devi devatas residing along with the different kings and along with Indra. And then there is the Bhur Loka. So Bhur Loka is also known as Pitri Loka. So there is the different sun, planet, stars, the space between the earth and the sun inhabited by semi-divine beings. So they are not the demigods but they are in between in nature. And it is a region uh, where the atmosphere of the life force is, is, is sustained. And also it is in the Pitri Loka, the forefathers also lived there, those who have done some piety. So, uh, and that is one of the reasons that when we offer our oblations to our forefathers who have passed away, especially the month of Shraddha that just passed, 
in, a, in the month of Shraddha, we offer our different oblations and we offer the benefit so that our forefathers, those who are in the Pitriloka, they can be released and they can go on, move on to Vaikuntha. Because all these are in the material world. And then of course the Bhuraloka. The Bhuraloka are the earthly planets. And the earth is merely one of the thousands of the billions of inhabited worlds. We are just a very, very small minority. In the material world, what to talk about the spiritual world? The spiritual sky is 75% and it is full of habitants. And the material world is 25%. And in the material world, the Bhulok is like a little speck. Jambudweep is like a little speck in the Bhumandal. And the Bhumandal is like a little speck in one Brahman. And one Brahman is like a little speck in the 25% of the millions of Brahmans that are there in this material world. And then, uh, after the Bhuloka, which is the earthly transition, there are seven Patan Lokas, or the hellish planets, Patan Loka, where, where different sons of Maya, uh, 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 Maya Dano, uh, they reside. Then there is Vitala Loka, where the different ghosts, in uh, uh, a form of Lord Shiva also dwells with his attendants. Uh, there is a certain form of Lord Shiva that resides in the Vitala Loka, because Vital Lok is full of ghosts. And nobody takes care of the ghosts and goblins and all of that. A great Vaishnava like Lord Shiva can only take care of them. He is so kind. He is a great Vaishnava. So one of his expansions also resides in Vital Lok, along with the different ghostly bodies. Then there is Sutal Lok. Sutal is the kingdom of the pious demon Bali. Bali Maharaj resides there. Uh, and there is Kalatal Lok. Kalatal is the place where... Uh, Lord Shiva again resides as the Tripur Antaka. He destroyed the three cities of Maya Dano and then later released Maya Dano and gave him the realm and promised to protect him. Uh, then comes the, the Mahadloka, the Mahatal. Uh, that's where the sons, the different Nagas or the serpents reside. The son of Kadru resides and there are different uh, uh, demoniac personalities they reside there. And they live there with their families in peace because they are always afraid of Garuda. So the, 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 the serpents are always afraid of the eagle or especially Garuda. So the serpents were given a very special place to reside in Mahatal. So this is of course a hellish planet because they are scared of the snake, uh, scared of Garuda that you know, they, they have been banished. So they have been given a place in Krishna's creation in Mahatal. In Mahatala. And then there is Rasatal, the sixth hellish planet, which is the home of the demons, the Danas and the Daityas, also. And they are very, very, very powerful, but extremely cruel. Um, and, and they are the eternal enemies of the demigods, of the devatas. Or, or, or they, they call them Indra-Ari. Indra-Ari means enemies. So, and then there is the seventh one, the Patalok, the, the lowest region. It is also where there is a lot of Nagas reside there. That is ruled by the most powerful Naga or serpent known as Vasuki. Uh, so, uh, Vasuki is a very powerful serpent. And uh, actually, Vasuki is one of the serpents that, that is one of the ropes. When we pull, the, the, he even serves Lord Jagannath. When we pull the rock, the chariot, the, the rope that actually pulls the, the chariot is Vasuki. It's a representation of Vasuki Naga. So, all the three worlds, Jaya Jaya Jagannath, 
सचिर नंदन त्रिभुवन जार कोरेर वंदन ऑल द थ्री वर्ल्ड ऑफ ओबिटॉन्सिस एंड यू डिसर्व यू होल लॉर्ड जगन्ना सो एंड ऑफ कोर्स यमराज हिमसाउथ रिसाइड्स इन द कैपिटल ऑफ पाताल लोगर नोन एस सामी अमनपुरी अलोंग विथ हिज एसोसिएट्स लाइक चित्रगुप्ता सो किंग नावी द ओल्डेस्ट सन ऑफ अंगिदारा अग्निधरा द सन ऑफ प्रियव्रता uh and he got married to uh meru devi and prayed for a son exactly like the lord so the lord the lord vishnu so the king navi was the oldest son of agnidra agnidra uh, was given nine sons by uh, by the apsara who came from the heavenly planets uh, on the request of lord brahma and king navi was his oldest son and he married meru devi and from her uh, when lord vishnu appeared very pleased with their austerity they asked for a son just like him so when like that uh, lord vishnu he personally appeared in the form of king rishabdev so this is basically uh, what this entire chapter entails and then the next chapter talks about the incarnation of the supreme lord lord rishabdev who is the the uh, grandson of agnidra that we have been talking about so in the fourth verse the pastor that mentions that bewildered agnidra wanted to see the place from which this brahman girl had come so he addresses her as a brahman because she had all those sattvic qualities purva chitti and all these beautiful qualities of a brahman very sattvic in nature and it is true that those who are extremely pious and sattvic in nature they they become residents of the swarlok of where lord indra resides that is the reason why they get that higher position or a higher place in the 14 planetary system and so uh he even kind of praises her beauty uh, where did uh, in, in the purport it is mentioned where the woman had such raised breast So here he is talking about the beauty by describing the breast of this attractive Apsara. Wow, what such wonderful attractive features! He thought must be due to the severe austerities performed there. So it is true when one performs severe austerities, when one performs a lot of pious activities, one does get a lot of beauty. One does get a lot of opulence, material opulence, material beauty. all of that is possible so we see that that those persons in this world in our world today in our experience the shastras mention that if we see somebody very beautiful very handsome somebody extremely rich like the rockefellers or the warren buffets or the bill gates or the ambanis or the mittals or we find the the very hot very good looking bollywood and hollywood stars So then our shastra says it is to be understood that 95% of the enjoyment they have already because of their piety they have they have they have used because they came from the upper planetary systems in the heavenly planets from swargaloka from swarlok and then 5% is still left and that is the reason uh, that 5% what we see here that beauty or the wealth And that aristocracy is five percent 
of what the opulence that they had, the material opulence in the Swargalokas. So, can you imagine what kind of opulence, material opulence the Swargalokas had? On the other hand, also, just as a note, as a side note, sometimes we see a lot of people suffer. If through our experience we see somebody who is born on the sidewalk, hardly anything to eat, born in a very, very impoverished state, polio, blindness, the mother has hardly anything to offer, not even enough milk in her breast to offer the newly born child, born in a very impoverished state. We see that in many places. That happens in the third world countries, etc. So, the, the reason is because of their impiety, because of their papa karma, they were thrown down to one of these seven hellish planets, and after suffering for a certain period, they came back to the earthly planet, 95% of their suffering was, was implemented in the hellish planets and 5%, whatever we see here, is on the earthly planet. So this is all given in our chapters, especially a vivid description of the hellish planets is given in the Garud Puran. So we have to understand that Agnidaya was, now this is something that is for, mature, for a very mature audience. We have to understand that we are talking about the beauty of a woman, Agnidra, who was a pious king, but he was attracted to the beauty of the woman, especially the breast, the raised breast. These are the words that have been used. Now, we are not highly qualified to speak on such subject matters, but I would like to throw light on what our Acharyas say, especially when it comes to such matters that indulge in sensual gratification. So in those days, because the kings were very pious, their only reason to, to, to mostly their main reason to procreate was to procreate progeny, good progeny, good Krishna conscious progeny, so that they could rule the kingdom. And if there is a good king, there are good subjects, and then the entire country will flourish for the satisfaction of Krishna. That is the whole idea. So. It, it, there is always some kind of an agitation required in order to have that, that sensual uh, union. Without that, uh, without that, it is not possible. Even on a transcendental level, we find that when Mahavishnu, he glances at Prakriti, Prakriti is also known as the Mahatattva. And after the complete destruction of all the material worlds, when Mahavishnu breathes in, he is also known as the Karano Dakasai Vishnu. When he inhales, the entire 25% of the material world, all the Brahmans are destroyed. And when he exhales, all new Brahmans are created. But they are completely empty. And all the jivas that were there in the previous millenniums, they are actually transferred into Mahavishnu's stomach. And then, According to the previous karma, they are sent back into the newly created material world under the instruction of Krishna. New Brahmas are created in each Brahman and the Lord Brahma creates all those different respective universes. And then, but before the Lord Brahma's even appearance, what happens is Lord Vishnu actually glances at Prakriti or Mahatpatva. Just like Prabhupada mentions, Sri Prabhupada, just like how a male uh, impregnates a woman by physical union, uh, by, by the physical union of the sexual organ, 
Similarly, Lord Mahavishnu, he glances at Prakriti. So, Prakriti or Mother Nature or the, the aggregate ingredients of material nature known as Mahatattva, they get agitated. That agitation is required in order for creation. So, this happens on a transcendental level and also because this is world is a material, this material world is a perverted reflection of the spiritual activities, then that is the reason the same, uh, same activities happen here, but they are on a perverted platform. So Mahavishnu impregnates uh, Mahatattva through his glass. Angani yasya sakale indriya vritti vanti, pasyanti panti kalayanti, chiram jayanti, ananda chinmaya sadhu, jolavigrahasya, govindamadi purusham, kamaham bhajami. So any organ of the Supreme Lord can act as another organ. The eyes can act like the organ of generation. Uh, or the, the fingers can act like the ears. The ears can act like the nose. And they can interchange. Brahma Samhita, Lord Brahma, and we sing this every day during the Sringar Darshan. Especially this particular verse is mentioned in the Govinda Madhi Purusham prayers uh, in, in our, in our uh, Sringar Puja. So, uh, in the greeting of the deities puja. So, so, it, it, it is, it, so the agitation, and once Prakriti, or Mother Nature, she gets agitated by the father, who is Mahavishnu, then the progeny, and then all the different material creation happens. Under the, under the guidance of Krishna, and the secondary guidance of Lord Brahma. So, so everything, even the enjoyment, it emanates whatever enjoyment we get in the material world or the sexual pleasure that we get, the agitation we get out of the attractions of the opposite sex, it is there in the spiritual world. Uh, in Srimad Bhagavatam, the very first two words are Janmadi Yasya. Uh, the very first two words, uh, Vedanta uh, Sutra is Janmadi Yasya. What does that mean? Janam means the actual uh, creation. So, Janam means, Janam and Adi means etc. The sustenance and then the final destruction. But Janam means what? Just not the, the material world, but it also means the, all the spiritual world. It also means all the rasas. It also means all the emotions. So, because this is a perverted reflection of the spiritual sky, whatever is there, there is also transcendental uh, attraction, transcendental, we can say, sensual enjoyment in the spiritual world, and that is the reason we have it here. In our present sinful state, a sex suggests the idea of sensuous impurity, because our present self is sensuous. Uh, it is for our sense gratification. And it, it, this impurity is really doing nothing, but it brings us back again and again into the material world. Uh, we are not on the same plane with the objects of our thoughts that are yoked, to it in a most unnatural way. And this longing is the feeling of impurity or repugnance. So long as we continue to look upon sex with an eye of longing, with an eye of lust, we can never think of it in another way. And that's the only experience we have. And that is why unfortunately we cannot understand these higher subject spiritual matters and even the different ways uh, that the the, the, the celestial beings are described. Obviously, 
she comes from the heavenly planet. But I was I'm kind of combining uh, the, the spiritual component of the sensual enjoyment, which is even found in Krishna between Krishna and the gopis, and it is found in the spiritual world. And then that's a perverted reflection, but more on a sattvic level when it came to the heavenly denizens and a pious king uh, like the son of Priyavrata. Uh, so, like this, we have to understand the relationship between the gopis and, the, and Krishna is not the relation between the, the materialistic, like a materialistic way, like a male and a female. Uh, that we that we find in our experience in this world, the avatars pastimes of Krishna with the gopis of Raj, uh, they they are of a very very amorous in nature, meaning transcendental, and one cannot concoct all any kind of concoctions should be dismissed in the brain of the ordinary sensualist or the or the or the being of this mortal world. So. Uh, it is said, for example, uh, some of the most esoteric literatures and the poems or the bhajans that were composed were by Jaitanya Goswami. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he spent the last 12 years in Jagannath Puri, in Viraha, Jagannath Puri is known as the Vyogini Radha Thadar, especially the Gambira. Vyogini means in separation. And Mahaprabhu already finished his external uh, activities of spreading the holy name all over Bharat Varsha and giving the Hare Krishna Mahamantra Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare and later on he went into seclusion in Jagannath Puri for 12 years he was in the Gambira with his two most intimate associates we all know that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Raja Krishna Nahi Anya he is Nandan Nandan from Golodhindavan he is the original Supreme Personality of Godhead who actually came down to this material world to teach his own bhakti. But along with that, he came here to give the holy name, which is the external reason, but he had three internal reasons why he needed to come. He needed to come to glorify Srimati Radha because her frame, her, her love is, is beyond reproach. It is beyond, it is incomparable. And he wanted to taste his own sweetness. And he wanted to taste the sweetness the way Radhaji felt about him. So these three internal reasons, so he went into a deep state of austerity in the Gambira. And then when he obtained the Radha Bhav, he could really feel. Because in order to understand who Radhaji is, he had to obtain the Bhav of Radharani. So that is why he became Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, the internal reason for him. And for him, his two Radha Krishna combined is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the mood of Radha, Krishna in the mood of Radha. He, he, he stayed for 12 years with his two most intimate associates, Sarandamana Goswami, and, and, and uh, who is none other than Lalita Saki, and Raya Ramananda, who is none other than Vishaka Saki. So, Sarandamana Goswami used to continuously fan Mahaprabhu's mood for the Amoras Rasa or the Mahabhav Rasa or the Mahirya Rasa of Raj that the gopis of Vrindavan had, especially the Bhav of Radharani. And he used to sing the bhajans especially of Jaidev Goswami and Vidyapati 
and Chandigarh. And Jaydev Goswami is the famous personality who has compiled, we all know, the Dasavatar Stotra. Pralayo, Pralayo, Dijale, Sigmanuli, Keshavadrita, Meena Sharira, Jai Jagadishare, Keshavadrita, Buddha Sharira, Jai Jagadishare, Keshavadrita, Narahari Rupa, Jai Jagadishare, Tavakara Kamalavare, Nakama, Dhruta Shringa. So, this comes from Jaina Goswami. Jaina Goswami is a good, but he has also composed wonderful, esoteric, amorous, a very, very sensual, transcendentally sensual description. In one of the bhajans, he is talking about Hari Shrita Kamala Kuchamandala Dhruta Kundala Ekalit Lalit Vanamala Jaya Jaya Deva Hari So I will just take one stanza kind of giving that, that significance about the, the transcendental sensual uh, description. Uh, this is very, um, it is called the Mangalo Jyogi. And this describes the pastimes of Radha and Krishna, the intimate pastimes of Radha and Krishna in the, in the bowels of Vrindavan. So, and where he is saying that, uh, oh, uh, oh, Hari, Hari means the one who has stolen the heart of Radharani. Uh, you have taken shelter of Kamala, Kamala, yes, uh, Hari Shrita Kamala, Shrita Kamala Kucha Mandala. Kamala means Radharani. Uh, Kamala also means Lakshmi Devi. But Radharani is the original Lakshmi. So these are all very wonderful nuances that we have to understand. So Kamala, uh, oh Krishna, oh Shamsundar, oh Hari, the stealer of Radharani's heart, you have taken shelter of Kamala, Radharani's round breast. Shrita Kamala Kucha Mandala. Uh, so this is the Kucha Mandala means the round breast of Radharani. So uh, like this, uh, here Jaijayoko Swami in Gid Govinda described many many wonderful esoteric pastimes. This is basically uh, where he is actually, he refers to in first that Krishna is charmed by the, by the beloved gopis and especially with Radharani and her amorous sensual pastimes. And Krishna is so carefree and coming in the arts of love and expert and is joking. So this is the, 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 the essence and Mahaprabhu used to love this. But of course this is a very, very high, high, high point. So we should not think that when, when, when such descriptions come across, even those descriptions are given. In the Srimad Bhagavatam, that Prabhupada describes when Putna came to feed Krishna, she came in the form of a very beautiful Raj Gopi. And the description that was given is she had a very slender waist and she had a very big breast that was raised. And, and, and every time she moved, her breasts were moving and they were swaying. But to the common man, it will become lusty. But these descriptions that were described by Sukhdev Goswami with Narayan Radharani's spirit, on a very highly transcendental platform, they do not feel that lust in them. And that is the reason why we should also try to invite that spirit, that why sometimes that question comes, why Bhagavatam is talking so openly about birth and about the chest of a woman, 
and the slender waist of a woman in all this. Uh, in the in the Gopi Srimad Bhagavatam, it is mentioned Pranata Dehinam Papakarshanam Prunacharanunam Shri Niketanam Saripanarpitam Tepadambhujam Krunukucheshunaha Meaning, the gopis are, when they, they are searching for Krishna, in search of Krishna, the song of separation, which is considered a very, very high level of bhakti in the, in the Pancha Maharasa Jaya of Srimad Bhagavatam, your mode of feet destroy the past things of embodied souls who surrender to them. Those feet follow after the cows in the pastures. And the eternal, it is the eternal abode of the goddess of fortune. Since once you put those feet on the hooves of the great serpent Kalya, so even Kalya serpent is very fortunate. Funny Hanarkitam. You put the lotus feet on the on, 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 on the hooves of the Kalya. So please place them upon our breast. Kuru Kucheshu na Krundi Rikshaya. Kuru Kucheshu means please put your put your or oh, you are going to feed on our breast and krundi rukshayam, tear away the lust in our heart. So this lust means, it is a transcendental lust. Twice the mention of breath is mentioned in the Gopi Gita. It is also mentioned in the last verse, in the 19th verse. Yatte sujata charinam varum skaveshu. The word skaveshu means breath. Gita sane priya gadi mahi. So the gopis are saying, you all have seen the sola, so soft, so soft that we place them gently on our breast, fearing that your feet will be hurt. So all these things have to be taken as we chant more, as we go into more and more into our spiritual life following the four regulative principles very nicely and when we follow the sadhana bhakti very nicely then all these rasas will not take a connotation of, of, of lust in our hearts. We will never think bad about the, 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 the uh, Haran when Krishna steals the clothes of the gopis or when Krishna places his lotus feet on the breast of the gopis. Shabrata uh, mentions to Hyderabad in 1968 uh, that DD must worship must be continued by everyone. But another secret of success is that uh, when one is very much sexually disturbed, he should think of Krishna's pastimes with the gopis and he will forget his, his sexual urge. Uh, so the reason the Lord displays the Ras Leela is essentially to induce all the fallen souls to give up that disease, morality, and religiosity, religiosity, and to attract them to the kingdom of God, to enjoy that reality, the real person, the real Vastu. Sri Vaishnavism, the second verse says, the Dharma Prabhuji, the Kaita Vastra, Parvo, Nirmatkaranasata, Vedyam Vastavam Vastu, the real Vastu, the real star, the real person, the real Dham, everything that is, that is eternal in nature and that is real. So that's where one can get entrance, one, 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 
take everything from the proper perspective. A person who actually understands what Raf Liga is will certainly hate to indulge in mundane sex life. Right, that famous Acharya, I think it is known as Yamnacharya, he says that at the, even at the thought of sex or some kind of material sensual enjoyment, I feel like vomiting or spitting. So, this is the situation that we should, we, at some point, we should be able to obtain. In one instance, there was one Sarandhya Dasi, very young Mataji, who asked Prabhupada that I want to know, uh, when we serve Krishna, uh, how do we serve? Do we serve with our spiritual senses? Uh, does he satisfy our spiritual senses? When we serve Krishna and Krishna Loka, is that correct? So Prabhupada said, yes, you can dance with Krishna, you can eat with Krishna, you can talk with Krishna, you can enjoy with Krishna, and Krishna will also kiss you. So, here we can see that all these activities of kissing and all these intimate uh, sensual activities, they are there, that, that are continuously happening, happening in the Madhuri Rasa, uh, in the fifth manner of conjugal or amorous love in the spiritual world, especially between the gopis and Krishna, between Radharani and Krishna. And we have to remember one more thing, that we have a particular organ that gives us a particular pleasure in the union with a woman and vice versa. But we have to always remember, sometimes Krishna is just glancing at the gopis, or Krishna's lotus feet, when uh, the gopis place on her breast, they are sufficient enough because we should not forget that, that any organ of Krishna can do the job of any organ and it can give the highest pleasure. So, our particular organs can only give us particular pleasure. Our tongue can only do the job of tasting. Our hands cannot do that tasting job. If you have a nice sweet rasgulla and if you have it in your hands, you cannot feel the, the sweetness. You have to put it on your tongue in order to feel the sweetness of the rasgulla. When, when a man or woman, when they are having sex, then only the organ of generation, they are the ones that actually feel that, that pleasure first, and then the, it, it radiates to the rest of the body. So, so but, but in the case of Krishna and the gopis, they are very transcendental. So even when Radharani glances of Krishna, glances at Krishna, Prabhupada Saraswati who is none other than Tumnavidya Saki, he says in his in, in his Raja Rasasudamidi, that when, even the wind that touches Radha Rani's veil, and when the wind flows and touches Krishna, and Krishna gets that aroma of Radha Rani's, uh, uh, the wind that is touched by Radha, Krishna immediately faints. He is in the status of fainting, because he becomes so sensually, transcendentally sensually absorbed in, 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 in the amorous affairs of Radha Rani. Just by the wind that blows, that touches Radharani's veil. Krishna's pitamper becomes loose, his veil, the upper abdomen falls down, his peacock feather falls down from his crown, and, and he becomes, his mind becomes agitated. So all this agitation and all is there in the spiritual world, but it is on such a spiritual and a transcendental level, that only when we reach to a certain level of bhakti, we will be able to understand that only when we are able to give up our mundane lust. Nowadays we find that even after practicing in this moment, when we are seeing the opposite sex, 
you know, we get agitated. Nowadays we see the youth especially in the name of Sankirtan. One day I was in Vindaran and I saw there was this boy singing right in front of the Lordship performing Kirtan. And there were some young girls who came in front of him and they were dancing at each other and smiling at each other. There's nothing but love. And nowadays this is what is happening, you know. You know, people are impressing the opposite sex, even using those for service. Even using those for service as an excuse for sense gratification. So that is the reason Prabhupada is very strict. One should always see a mother in every woman, even if it is a child except your wife. That way the the, the, the chances of sensual enjoyment are immediately curtailed. Uh, Prabhupada never even met even his own young granddaughterly disciples alone. When they were there, he would ask one of his disciples, please stay back. I am a sannyasi. I should never meet an, a woman alone. But nowadays everything is getting diluted. We find that even sannyasis and brahmacharis are hugging matajis, hugging ladies. This is not done. They should be sitting separately. Because the mind is the cause of agitation. And if we are agitated, it will keep us on the bodily concept. And if it keeps us on the bodily concept, we can never, never get to the science of self-realization as to who I am and what is my relationship with Krishna. We will be coming back again and again in the material world, you know, perhaps getting the human body, but that perfection that Krishna is talking about in the Bhagavad Gita, Manishanam, Sahasrisu, Kaschidhyatati Siddhaya. That Siddhi meaning is going to go Vrindavan or serving in Rajmandal as one of the intimate associates of, of Krishna. That is Siddhi. Not the Ashtanga Yoga Siddhi or the other perfections. So, those Siddhis, the perfection, the highest perfection is not possible when we are we're controlled by Maya, when we are controlled by our, our sensual pleasures with our eyes and our senses. So, that is the reason why the deities are there. Like Amrish Maharaj said, how to control the senses? That, that, that Vasavati, she Vaikunda Guru Anuvarnade. With my, with my words, I will, I will glorify the, the Lord of Vaikunda or, or the Vaikunda place itself, the associates of the Lord. Vaishnava will always glorify the Lord and the Lord Vaishnava. The nose will be used for smelling the flowers of Krishna's, offered to Krishna's lotus feet and the tulsi leaves. Uh, like that, the ears will be will be used, the senses to hear Harikatha. Uh, my hands will be used to corral Mandira Mahajana, to clean the temple, and and my legs will be used to go to the places of pilgrimage, to go to the temple. So like this, all our senses can be engaged. Rishikena Rishikesu Seyanam Tad Bhakti Ruttama. That is our Tad Bhakti Rishikesu. Krishna is also known as Rishikesu. Rishik means senses, Esh means master, and, and the master of the senses is Sri Krishna. That is why the gopis know that he is Ratra, he can fully satisfy them, that Ras, and because gopis get satisfied, even if they are intellectually, essentially, it gives great pleasure to Sri Krishna. And that is the reason why the gopis, the gopis indulge in such private uh, moments with Sri Krishna, in the bowels of Vrindavan. That is why Radharani indulges because it gives pleasure to see Krishna. But here in the material world, when we indulge in sex, it is for our own pleasure. There is a huge, humongous level of selfishness. So 
this is a very high esoteric subject matter. And especially, you know, if Krishna were to touch Radha Srimati Radharani, lay and behold, harsh kaki, they would not get envious. Uh, they would start to tremble and sweat and their bodily hairs would get horripilation, romancha. We hear that word romancha in the Mangalati, romancha, kampashu, taranga bhajo, vande guru, sri chanaraninda. So what happens to those gopis, actually the guru of chanaraninda is applying Vishwara Chaturvedi Thakur, is applying to all the Gaudiya Vishnava Acharyas who are the Swakiya gopis or the kinkaris of Radharani. They are the manjiris the young Gopi of Radharani. So Romancha, when they see Radha and Krishna together, there is Romancha. In when they are absorbed in the spiritual vow, when Sri Prabhupada is chanting the Mahamantra, Bhakti Siddhartha is chanting the Mahamantra, when Rukhbaswami is chanting the Mahamantra, they are absorbed in the internal pastimes of Radha Krishna. Also they may be sitting in Bombay or Calcutta and Mayapur, when, they're, when they're, they are fully absorbed in their particular seva, in their Manjiri Seva of Radha and Krishna. So when they see Radha and Krishna kissing or when they see Radha and Krishna in a wonderful romantic position, it gives them romance, comfort, they shiver, just because of pure joy. So we, that is the deeper meaning of that work that Vishwak Tadvari Thakur is talking about. These are all Manjiris. There are external meanings of the Mangalati, which we find in the novel translation. A few months ago, last year, I had given 17 weeks I think 17 or 18 weeks on the Sankara Dhamma Seminar. It is there on my website on bhagavad.ca, B-H-A-G-A-V-A-T-A.ca or you can go to pureseva.ca, P-U-R-E, seva, S-E-V-A.ca. And there are many seminars and topics and you will find the Guru Aftagam or the Sankara Dhamma. And we have, by the mercy of Guru and Gauranga, the explanations that have been given by Vishwanath Chakri Thakur, Narutam Das Thakur, then the different Acharyas, the, the, the Rasik meanings, the meaning of the Samsara Dhamma prayer. So if somebody is interested, they can go. It is only by their mercy. So these Sakis, they start to tremble, they, they get the bodily hair stand on and the tears for Romansha, stop Ashru. Ashru Taranga Bhajo. Ashru Taranga, that's the word. Romansha, stop Ashru. Mahaprabhu, Kirtan, Nitya Gita, Vaditra, Madhyan, Manaso, Rasena, Romancha, Kampa, Shru, Kampa, Ashru, Kalanga, Rajo. Ashru, tears flow, torrential, the tears flow from their eyes. Ashru, Kalanga, Kalanga means like streams. That's how, like that, Krishna suddenly sips the spiritual nectar of Radharani's lips. Uh, they become very intoxicated. So, one, one important thing that I will conclude here, in one sense, that um, the, the gopis have a slight difference between the gopis and the mandiris, all the gopis are of mandiris, and they are, they are very, very special because they get the, 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 the most benefit of the most intimate pastimes of Radha and Krishna. Even the Aftasakis cannot see those. And the mandiris, uh, are surrounded by the Aftasakis later on when they are asked by them what happened inside the Nikunja, what happened inside the Bower of Vrindavan. Radharani was so upset and, and she was crying and Krishna was crying and, and Krishna was, was trying to persuade her. She went into Mahan, into, into the very high state of Prema 
and then she went into the prema chitya stage and then she went into the madhuraksha and the moolaksha stage so these majlis they describe shiva bhakti siddhant prasuti thakur is nayana manjari bhakti thakur is kamla manjari varshina gokishan bhavi is guru manjari and like this swam is so was rupa swam is rupa manjari shradam goswam is lavanga manjari ajiv goswam is vilas manjari like this ragunath goswam is tulsi manjari krishna kavirad goswam is kasturi manjari lokmat goswam is manjulali manjari so all these great personalities are a very intimate the most intimate service when it is required then even the gopis go away so these manjari so these manjari they derive a great pleasure just in the union of radha and krishna when they are in a very very amazing romantic uh, posture or or they are in a very this is a very transcendental pleasure that they get now i can just give a very mundane example to understand that the pleasure they never desire to have any kind of union with krishna the manjari but the gopis do like lalita ji also has a, a transcendental sensuous pleasure with krishna If you go to Matara, there is a town not too far from it, known as Uchida. And Uchida, it is there is the temple of Radha Lalita Bihari. So that Lalita, the pastime is such that Radha and Lalita Devi are seated on a swing, on 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 a, on a swing in in Vindavan, in that particular place where they enjoy pastimes. And Radha Rani herself uh, takes Lalita by her hand and offers her to her to Krishna. and they even get married so the lalita bihari temple is in uchigam just a couple kilometers down the road from vartana but the manjari which are our algoria acharya they do not desire any kind of a transfer pleasure they get so much pleasure that it is beyond description even it is as if you know i am sorry i will be using a mundane example so that i can kind of depict the the this particular point and i hope it will be taken in the right spirit just like in the material world when when a person is watching a movie and when they see a very very romantic scene the person who is watching the scene gets agitated although that person is not involved in the scene the person is not involved with that girl when they are that boy but the person watching uh, that 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 the level of romance gets agitated Get a certain pleasure, a sensual pleasure. Similarly, these manjaris get such a great transcendental pleasure, as if even even if we have the right word, much 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 more, or much or equal to what when Krishna actually touches the uh, touches the gopis or touches Radharani and has that romance with them. So, uh, coming back to uh, King Agnidra, the son of Priyavrata, he addressed the girl. Uh, the officer of Purvachitti, a Surutama, uh, as my best friend. So he was now, you know, trying to use flattery because she wanted to go back uh, to the after thousands of years. Now she said it is time for me to go. So she would uh, either stay back or not refuse to take him. So she, he was so enchanted with uh, with uh, with this officer of Purvachitti who had come from the heavens. So not only was Agnidara, uh, Prabhupada mentions, Shri Prabhupada was captivated by the girl's raised dress, but he was also attracted by her sweet speech. So obviously Agnidara was from the from the from a different era, but still there is some 
level of sensual enjoyment, but in order to get, in order to procreate, agitation is required. But beyond the procreation, now we see that Agnidra wanted even more. So he already had produced nine children. His job was done. The king Navi, his son, the eldest son, you know, he was also going to take over the kingdom at some point. But even then, Agnidra wanted wanted the company of this Asura. So he he was he was flattering her <laughs> by telling her. And Prabhupada mentioned he uses the word Surutama. Surut means well-wisher and Uttama means the best well-wisher. So, oh dear Prabhu, oh dear Purochitti, you are my best well-wisher, aren't you? Uh, so, please stay with me or take me with you. So, so nectar seemed to emanate from her mouth when she was talking and therefore he was increasingly surprised. So that's how the purpose ends. So, uh, the reason why I, I mentioned about the spiritual world, the, the talking about the breast and all these things, it is completely from a, from a pure state that we have to take it. In the material world, it's a different state when we are thinking. Uh, King Borochiti, uh, although pious, is still in the material world, that agitation was still there, and that is the reason, unless and until one is completely purified, even the state of piety, one cannot enter into the spiritual world, or the spiritual world entering meaning, not geographically, not necessarily, one cannot enter into the state of pure Krishna consciousness known as Shuddha Sattva. One cannot enter that pure state of consciousness known as Shuddha Sattva. So, our goal is to enter Shuddha Sattva. Like Krishna tells Arjuna in the Bhagavad Nistra Bhagavad Guru Arjuna. Please rise above these three modes of material nature, which is Tamamon, Rajagun, and Sattva. The mode of ignorance, the mode of passion, and the mode of mode of goodness. So, Agnidra, also being in the mode of goodness, he still had some lust in him and that is why he requested Purvachitti to take him to the, spirit, to the, to the heavenly uh, kingdom, to the, the, to the Swarloka. So, thank you very much. All glories to Sri Prabhupada. All glories to Sri Sri Guru and Gauranga. Jai Sri Prabhupada. Anandakoti Vaishnavarindra ki jai. So, if anybody has any questions, comments, corrections, please feel free to uh, go ahead and um, and 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 and, and um, express your your heart. Arivo, you, you, you may unmute yourself, please. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji, Madanat Pranam to you, Shri Prabhupad ki jai, Guru Maharaj ki jai. Thank you so much for taking us like to a trip, you know, where we learned so much today. Because the words, uh, you know, we have to understand how uh, everything has to be used in the service for the pleasure of Krishna. That's my uh, take on this class, you know. I mean, and so nicely you explained that, uh, yes, I had one question, but then you answered it in your class that when, you know, the, there is definitely a sense pleasure. Otherwise, you know, the children will not be born between male and female. But that is just uh, like, a, uh, you know, uh, it's just a reflection of uh, the, I mean, we feel it's pleasure, but it's meant for a certain uh, reason. Otherwise, there'll be no procreation if people, you know, like, I, I heard one lecture that, uh, in which uh, one devotee was mentioning that the highest pleasure is sex pleasure in this world. And that's not true. We don't feel it like that in Krishna consciousness. So, uh, but the point is that the whole world is revolving around this only. And because of that, you know, the ladies are attracting the men and men and uh, 
other way around you know both ways they are uh, they want to have illicit relation they want to uh, you know like uh, so many other things they want to do uh, even when they're married they want to have other relationship and it's like chewing the chewed you know and all these stuff is going on in this material world so uh, yes. yes prabhu ji very nice class and uh, but uh, like basically we have to uh, understand because i i remember when i got married uh, when i came into krishna consciousness i was not in this uh, boat of uh, you know doing garbhadhan samskar i didn't do uh, that you know you have to chant the rounds uh, all that i didn't go through all that but when i hear it now i feel i mean it was uh, that life was so wasteful because you know the pleasure was centered around the body but then now i see when i hear this i say it's so important to uh, distribution propas books because at least the other generation will not be in this illusion of of false happiness uh, you know and we are learning so much from shrimad bhagavatam so wonderful class prabhu ji and uh, one question i had but then you answered it in the end you know like uh, i was going to ask well there is um, uh, you know definitely if uh, you know krishna has made sense pleasure so you know uh people are generally like inclined to uh thinking that uh, this is uh, you know enjoyment and things like that and also you made it clear that um, through different uh, stories uh, you know narrations that um, you know like we have to always uh, you know be happy to see the love of radha and krishna basically how radha and krishna uh, you know like uh, are with, uh, together uh, in that only our happiness is there so that's also one thing i kind of to could take from your class and prabhu ji one more thing like i know when you joined in the beginning i we never asked you that uh, how you came into krishna consciousness and little bit about your life and how you're so motivated that you have a website and you're doing uh, you know like um, uh, i mean so much of seva and uh, everything you know and other giving other classes so if little bit you can tell about yourself <laughs> so it'll be nice for us to understand because Uh, then we have a little bit of uh, like a biography spoken directly yeah i can i can do that at the end but if you can any other devotees who would like you kind of uh, touch upon today's topic and talking about about your about your it's so important you know yes uh, in order to procreate uh, in the see the thing is the whole reason in the once the material world was created then the lord brahma uh, from him The different uh, prajapatis are mentioned. What does the word prajapati mean? Prajapati means, body means to to uh, <coughs> to procreate. These are the personalities who would who would get married and then they would have children and then further the the world's population would increase. So the whole idea is that there's a lot of them due to the previous karma. They are in different wombs, in different yonis, and to get the human form of life. so that procreation between man and woman that union is a krishna vaishya seva if it is done like that so that you can actually bring into this world somebody in this in this material world who is in different forms and different species you know a human body and hopefully that will be the last last material birth because they will get the opportunity as a human birth to uh, to practice krishna consciousness and then Come to the highest state of Krishna consciousness. Uh, to go back to God, it or even if they have to come back, they are not touched by the three modes of material nature. They either come back as preachers or they come back for the for the benefit of other people. So even sex, Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, "Kamo Shri." You know, I am in the Bhagavad Gita. He says that I am 
I am that 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 sex, that lust, not lust, the sex, and that karma. It is it is a representation of me. But what is happening mostly because the lack of Krishna consciousness, it is simply lust. It is it is simply lust, and that is the reason why we are again being born again and again in this material world. Whereas in the spiritual world, everything is for the pleasure. Krishna wants his devotees to be happy, especially the highest happiness. Krishna gives is to the gopis in the Madhuri Rasa. Krishna wants Radharani to be happy. And they in turn want Krishna to be happy. So this is like a domino effect. It is like a, it is an amazing effect. It is like, well, Krishna wants them to be happy and they want Krishna to be happy. So that's fine. I will accept whatever you want Krishna, you know, for your happiness. And vice versa. Krishna says, I will accept whatever you want for your happiness. For the transcendental happiness. There's a very nice uh, something that comes to me in my mind. In Govardhan, they used to live on Govinda Das, you know, back during the time of Mahaprabhu. And uh, there is a nice father, disciple of Sri Vallabhacharya. So in that father, uh, or in that song, he says, Lalana ki priti anamoli ek ratna kaha kahu ki sakire. So when the when the sakis of the gopis they are they are sitting together, so they are like you know when when the gopis are asking the manjaris for example, what happened? Tell me. You know when you were with Radha and Krishna, you were serving them. We were not there. So the this particular gopi is saying, what can I say? I cannot. I cannot glorify the amorous pastimes of Radha Krishna Ekarasna Kahakaho with one with one one tongue. How can I even describe this? Sakiri. Oh, my dear girlfriend. Hasana Kerala Chitwata Jo Chabili. Radha Rani was was laughing and Chitwana Jo Chabili. Chitwana Chabili. And and she was such a a, a beauty to the eye. Amruta Vachana Murgabodi. And Krishna was speaking as if it was nectar flowing from his mouth, Vachana Murdubodi, and very, very soft spoken. Because he was either trying to convince Radharani, or in romance, there is always soft spokenness. You cannot be harsh when there is intimate romance going on. Ati Sabare Madana Mohana Piya Apne Kara Kamala Khola Bandachodi. Ati Sarvari, what can I say? What we saw? You know, Madana Mohan, Krishna, who is the agitator of Cupid, uh, or Nandanandar, who is known as Madan Mohan, Piya Apne, to, to his beloved Radharani, Karakamal, with his lotus hand, he, we saw him opening her blouse. So this is a very, very esoteric subject matter. You know, when I came across this part, this song, I was just amazed. Govindas Prabhu ki bahut kaha kahun and Govinda is one of the one of the intimate uh, in, 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 he is also one of the Sakana of Krishna but also in the Madhuriras he is one of the gopis so because he witnessed this particular pastime Govindas Prabhu ki bahut kaha kahu Govindas Prabhu ki means the Prabhu of Govindas Govindas is the poet the Vaishnava and Govindas Prabhu means Krishna the master of Govindas. Bahut kaha kahu jeje. What can I say about this lover? Vaate kahi apno rudukhodi. I just told you with my open heart what I just saw, what I just experienced. So, you know, 
ultimately, you know what they do? These are very high subject matters. We don't discuss them in the normal classes. We don't discuss them in our Sunday fees classes. We don't discuss them period in ISKCON. We don't do that. But there has to come a time that our sadhana bhakti should be so strong that we should enter Raghavuga bhakti. That's what Sri Prabhupada, our Acharyas want. That's what Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami, that's what Mahaprabhu wants us. That we should enter. Chakshudala Vilojai, Janme Janme Prabhu Sai, Divya Jnana Vidya Prakashita. Right now Prabhupada wants us to remember Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. Every second sentence of every paragraph Prabhupada mentions that. But there will come a time when we enter the second phase after purification known as the Raga Nuga Bhakti. Raga means deep attachment. Anuga means following in the footsteps of the Vrajvasi. Especially in Brahma Bhagavad Sampradaya Bhav is following in the footsteps of the gopis of Vrindavan in the, in the amorous love or the conjugal love. So, Madhuri Rasa. So, following the footsteps, we have to learn this. That is why even Bhakti Rathakur, if you all know that famous bhajan that we generally sing on Ekadashi, Shuddha Bhagata Charana Renu, a bhajan Anukula, in that Mahaprabhu, Bhakti Rathakur says, Gaur Amar Jai Sabastani Hedibo Ami Pranay Bhakata Sange. Very important words. So, in this particular bhajan from the book Sarnagati, Bhakti Rathakur is talking about Whatever is conducive to Krishna Consciousness, I must accept. It is the fifth branch of Sharnagati. And Bhakti Rathagura has written four different bhajans in that branch. And in that bhajan, one of the he is saying that the lotus seed of the Vaishnava, the, 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 the dust of the lotus seed of the Vaishnava is conducive to Bhakti. Along with that, so many other things he is mentioning. One thing he mentions that wherever my Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went, Gauramar, uh, Jai Sabhasthani, wherever he went, where, all, on pilgrimage, all the different places. Jai Sabhasthani, Heri Bhavani. All those places I will visit. With who? Pranay Bhakata Sangi. Very important word, Pranay Bhakata. Pranay means one, Prakrishna Rupena Anay, meaning one who has completely understood the conjugal or the Madhuri Rasa, the highest uh, value of theism out of the five Rasas. One will understand the, the conjugal love of Radha and Krishna. I will go to all those places in his company, in his, under his guidance. Sometimes we go to Vrindavan and many Tirthas, we should always catch a very exalted Vaishnava. Not some anybody who just wants some few dollars or few rupees, you know, and just like a, because most of us may have a very touristic attitude. Because that's the way it is. Krishna did this, Krishna did that, Krishna did no, no, no. If it is coming from the mouth of a pranay bhakta, then it is a completely a different dimension on those in, uh, in, in, when we visit those places. So, it is important that we need to enter that Raghunuga Bhakti. Unless we enter that Raghunuga Bhakti, we will never be able to enter into the Vrati place. That is why Krishna says, you know, you have asked me that about myself, I am, you know, still a, you know, a, a fallen person, but somehow the other, you know, Srila Prabhupada is doing this and through his books and the books of the Acharyas, somehow the other, they have attracted me. And, and, and I like to, you know, uh, study more and more Krishna conscious subject matters. And it is just not the Bhagavad Gita, but there are so many wonderful spiritual Gaudiya Vaishnava books that, that I like to hear from senior Vaishnavas, that I like to read. And, 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 and that is the reason 
where I get all this information which I share with you all over the last 32 years of my Krishna consciousness, you know, um, association with the ISKCON movement. And not only that, but I was born in a Vaishnava family. My grandmother was a Param Vaishnavi Bhagwati, Nitya Pravista Gulagwasi. She was, you know, we were actually born and trained in the Pushti Mark, Sri Sampradaya. Uh, the worshippers of Srinathji. But there was no preaching. You know, now I understood my grandmother, her activities were about 8-9 hours a day, right from 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning till 2 or 3 p.m. Continuous seva, with lots of love. She used to wake up the Lord, she used to massage him, she used to, um, you know, sing different songs for him that were, that were asked for a particular uh, activity. When you wake him up, uh, you wake him up with a certain song. So these were all wonderful songs, like Surdas himself, who is one of the disciples of uh, Vallabhacharya, he has written 125,000 songs, actually 100,000. And in his old age, 25,000 songs with Krishna, along with Krishna. So at the end of the song, you always find the name of the poet. So for example, in the Gauri Vaishnava Parampara, we find Kare Lochanadas, Parama Karuna, Pahudvi Jana, Nitai Gauru Chandra. Then at the end says, Apana Karami Gunjai Samai Kohe Lochanadas. So that bhajan was written by Lochanadas. So, Kandiya Kandiya Bhune Amito Adam, Bhakti Vinod Pade Dohu Padudhari. At the end, Bhakti Vinod Thakur puts his name there. I, Bhakti Vinod, is falling at your lotus feet, crying and crying. Narutam Das Thakur also has his name. And a lot of his bhajans at the end, Narutama Lailu Sharana, uh, so like this. So, at the end, uh, in the last 25,000 of the 125, Sura Shama Kahe, itself. So, Surdas and Sham means Sham Sundar. Since Krishna, they, Krishna actually, when, when, when Surdas was very old, he was not able to compose completely. So then, Krishna would come and help him compose. Just like Jesu Goswami, you know, one of the one, one of the key verses where Jayadeva Goswami had a thought in his mind that the Radharani is putting her lotus feet on Krishna's head. Dehi Pada Pallavam, you know, in Geet Govinda. So at that time he wrote it, but then he scratched it out. And then he went for a bath and then Krishna came, dressed up exactly in the form of Jayadeva Goswami. And then again he wrote that, whatever he had scratched out in golden letters, Dehi Pada Pallavam, oh Radharani, please. Put your little feet on my head. So, when, when Jaita Goswami came back and he said, I have scratched out and this is coming in golden letters. And then, you all know that story that his wife Padmavati, he says that, Padmavati, I just came back from my bath, I am very hungry. Give me prasadam. Padmavati said, are you nuts? Are you crazy? You just had prasadam. What do you mean I just had prasadam? I just finished my prasadam after you had your prasadam. Uh, you know, five minutes ago you took prasadam and now you are hungry again. I, and then she in the kind of way as if you have fever. So, like, you know, are you alright? So then he understood. Oh, Krishna, you came. You like this. Yes. That, that I like to put the lotus feet of Radharani on my, on my head. And, and, and Krishna, I had the thought it was a correct thought. But somehow the other, you know, I, I, I was not sure. So I scratched that verse. And, and, uh, and that, that line in the verse. So Krishna came and he wrote it in golden letters. And then he told Padmavati, he went into ecstasy. Padmavati, Padmavati, you don't know how, how 
fortunate you are. He understood that Krishna. He came in his in his own form. He sat on his on on, on his uh, little desk and he wrote. He he rewrote that particular sentence. Dehi pada pallavam. And 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 Padmavati was also in ecstasy that Krishna took prasadam from her own hands. So this this is rasa. Eventually, you know, we all say Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita. That Mahunanjan Manamante Gyanvan Mamprapadeva Vasudev Sarvamiti Sarmatma Sudurra. So, in a general sense, we know the meaning. Yosha Prabhupada has given the general meaning, but our Acharyas give a very deep insight. You know, that Sarmatma Sudurra means one who accepts Vasudev. Vasudev is different from Nandananda. So, one who accepts the opulence of the Vasudev who spoke Bhagavad Gita. Because opulence attracts people. It is through opulence generally people get attracted. Uh, what is that in Hindi? Some of those who understand Hindi, Chavatkar ko hai namaskar. So those who can do miracles, people really get attracted to those miracles. So Vasudeva Krishna is a very opulent personality. He is the one who spoke Bhagavad Gita. But Nandanandan Krishna is a separate personality. We have to know all these things. It is given by Rupa Goswami, by Sanatana Goswami, Dhrit Bhagavad Amrit, by, by uh, in, in the Hari Vamsha. All this Yashoda Mata gave birth to do. She gave to the Yogamaya and she also gave birth to her own son, Krishna. And when Vasudev came with Vasudev Krishna from the jail of Kansa, in the middle of the night, on Janmashtami night, he only saw the baby girl because Yogamaya did not show her baby brother. So when he put the baby, baby he put Vasudev Krishna down, he picked up the baby girl, took her back to Mathura, and then when he left Nanda Bhavan, Vasudeva Krishna merged into Nandanandan. So Nandanandan never leaves Vrindavan. Ekam Padam Nagachati. He doesn't leave Vrindavan even one second. So that is the Arati, that is the work that I always love. Prabhupada used to mention this before every Katha. It is one of my favorite verses. Arati Bhagavan Vrajesh Tanayas. If you want to worship any kind of form of God, then please worship the, 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 the son of the king of Vraj. And the king of Vraj is Nandamara. Not the, the king of Mathura was Vasudev. So here there is a delineation. Even in the Srimad Bhagavatam there is a ring, Nanda Atmaja. So that shows that Krishna is the son of Nanda Maharaj. Uh, so all these things as we, but we don't, we don't, we, the thing is that we have the same, same kind of lectures, the same thing. And we actually have to build that strong desire. There is so much nectar, so much nectar. So when my grandmother used to perform all these, you know, all these activities, I understood it at a very late age by the mercy of Prabhupada. What, what she did is what we actually should be aiming for eventually is Raghunuva Bhakti. She was a Raghunuva Bhakti. In Raghunuva Bhakti, you wake up the child, you feed the child, you, you, you sing the child when you put him to sleep, you sing songs that put him to sleep, when you feed the child, you sing some songs. You, you give the child in the summertime, you give him pulling foodstuffs in the wintertime, you give him hot foodstuffs. So this is how she used to perform a seva. Amazing. What a great person. Nobody knew about her. Nobody knew her, who she was, where she came from. She is indeed one of, one of the associates of Krishna. I strongly feel, not because she's from my grandmother, because she came, her, her, her activities, because as I research, even till the age of 93, she had the vow that she would only cook for Krishna and she would only eat what she cooked for Krishna. She would never partake anybody else's cooked prasadam. That was her vow. 
and and that that was that is called lard kia lard means i don't know the right word for it in english but so much endearment so much love for krishna day and night and even when she left her body it was ekadashi brahma murat with a slight smile on her face and she had the songs that were written by her predecessors in the sampradaya with the songs the one of the songs that i sang up in that time but i mentioned today that always that book was that kirtan book was on her chest day and night she would be murmuring something but we never understood that nobody could in the family understood what a great personality would appear and collapsed it by her mercy the prasadam that she that she gave me in my childhood i used to steal prasadam the meat and my grandmother's house was 5 minutes away from 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 the home with from my parents home and i was very fond because i was the first grandchild and she was very fond of me and i was, i i i i grew up practically with her in 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 her house and i saw the seva that she did and all those wonderful activities so somehow the other that stayed with me but i became more or less an atheist at some point in my life because there was no preaching nobody could explain oh krishna is. nobody could understand you know all these different demigods my uncle next door every saturday religiously used to go with a bottle of oil and and go to the hanuman temple and when he came back he had a very nice huge dot of a saffron tilak on his head and then the the mataji next door the next door she was a durga devi uh, amba ma devotee and she used to do all the sats and all this i grew up in an environment and i grew up in mumbai where the ganesh festival is the highest and the most esteemed festival and all my friends a lot of them were, were maharashtrians and I, i i used to very enthusiastically participate in all the ganesh festivals and, you know dance when lord ganesh came and then when when we had the anand chaturdashi take over ganesh for visarjan to, to to the ocean and all these activities so that kind of confused me i'm telling you my little bit of my life story so then i went you know at some point after my graduation i went to the gulf and when i went to the gulf i had a good job with an american company i was selling some reference books and i had to go to the air force they were my customers and the uae air force had a lot of uh, pakistani generals and pakistani air force personnel pilots so somehow the other they were my customers so i used to go meet them but they were very good people very intellectual so sometimes i used to sit with them they used to call me to their homes these pilots you know who were trained in the us on the rs 16 and rs 15 aircraft and then they would be so friendly they used to invite me to play cricket and all of that and that you know the year 1985 86 and then they used to sometimes ask me my last name is desai so they used to desai ji don't feel bad i have a question so everybody watches the bollywood movies right even the pakistanis and the bangladeshis and the sri lankans and of course the indians so you know, we all understand you know we are followers of islam you know we don't understand you hindus you know we see the movies you have this shiva and you have this ganesha and you have this krishna and you know but they are all statues they are made of stone or marble right or wrong so you know how can they worship that in islam we do not worship such uh, uh, you know such such monuments or such such uh, cultures and stuff like that so uh, i said you know what uh, according to my intelligence i just said well you know at least you have something to look forward to it's like when you are in front of your father you respect that father and if you are a smoker or a drinker you don't smoke or drink in front of your father 
So at least when you go to the temple in an environment like that, where you know you're well behaved and you know you get some good qualities. So that was the best answer I could give. So he said, well, you know, let me tell you something. For example, you had the sculpture of Krishna or Shiva that some artist has made, right? Or some actually, yes. Some artist or sculptor has made that. So don't you think that there is a better sculptor and artist than the one who made this? Uh, I said, yes, of course, you know, there's always somebody better, a better painter or a better sculptor. So, the, so then, uh, we think that Allah is the most perfect, or God is the most perfect. Do you agree or disagree? I said, yeah, there is no question of disagreement. God is supposed to be perfect. So how can an imperfect person uh, depict Allah or God? So an uh, artist, you know, if he paints a picture of Lord Shiva or Krishna or makes a sculpture, there's always somebody who can, who can draw better or paint better or make a better sculpture of, the, of, of, the, of, the, of Krishna or Shiva or Ganesha, etc. So I said, yeah, that makes sense. And they are perfect. If you believe that Krishna is your God or Shiva is your God, then God is perfect. But then how can you, how can an imperfect person display the perfect? So that's what is playing on my mind. And you will not believe it. I actually bought that argument. So that then, I, even when I went occasionally to the temple, I stopped bowing down to the deities as a Hindu. You know, I'm talking about 45 years ago or so. So then I only saw when I saw the, the deities, I saw a stone or marble. And that's all because of the conversation that went in my head. But somehow or the other, you know, when I moved to the U.S. and then about 32 or 33 years ago, like a Hindu, always I was in touch with my parents, you know, seeking the blessings of my parents, my grandmother on my birthday, on Diwali, you know, all those days, I, you know, special phone calls and all. So grandmother, mother used to say, did you go to the temple today? It's your birthday today. Did you go to the temple today? It's Diwali. So just to make them happy, I would go to the temple and it's called... Chicago was very close to my home. So then I went to this called Chicago, and I used to go there, you know, and not even bow down completely like we do now, just fold the hands, just like, you know, most Hindus, when they come to the temple, they just fold their palms. They don't go down, or, you know, they don't do dandwak. That's the way one should. All these, we learn from Shripopat, you know. So then, you know, it was one of those special occasions in my life, either it was, my, I think it was my birthday, and when I'd gone, it was a weekday, nobody was there in the temple, took darshan, came out in the lobby, I saw there was the books, free books, it was saying. And there was a concise book known as Prabhupada. So, of course, later on I found out it was the Prabhupada Leela Amrit that was the concise version in one small volume. It was, I don't know if you all remember, it is the black color volume with the golden letters Prabhupada, which is Prabhupada's picture embossed on it uh, with a golden circle. I still remember very clearly. So it was a free book and I always loved to read. That's something that I forgot to mention. Every time I went I was at Chesgit Station in Bombay, that's the place where all the vendors sell shoes and books and all the wear. So I used to stop by and pick up always some books, some Buddhist book, some Mayawad book. Uh, I used to pick up, read books on Vivekananda, Ramakrishna Mission, all those different books I read, I, I read the Bible, Bible because I was, I was raised in, in a convent environment, I went to a convent school, 
And later on, I studied Islam, then I went to the, the, the Gulf. So all these, you know, even sometimes, you know, at night when everybody went to sleep, I used to just go outside into the veranda and read on the street light. I was interested in philosophy. I was intrigued with it. Because I had so many questions in my heart, in, in my mind, there were so many questions. So, all these things were there and they, they were there until, you know, I came across Srila Prabhupada's concise Leela Amrit free book. Free, free is good. I picked it up, went home, started reading. And I started reading, I finished the Leela Amrit within three hours, the concise one. And I was somewhat in bliss. 99.9% .9 of my queries that were there, that were playing in my heart, were answered. They were answered in Prabhupada's interaction with the different people, from the Bishop of Canterbury to the different uh, personalities, business people, and all the different interactions with his disciples. Prabhupada, when he was talking, morning walk, this, that, etc. So that was an amazing gift that came to my life. And then I started going regularly to school, started buying Sri Prabhupada's books, one after another, one after another. Started reading them. I started the Bhagavad Gita. Couldn't understand anything. I read the entire Bhagavad Gita, but it was mostly Greek and Latin to me. Of course, I understood the language, but I didn't understand. But that's where, the, that's what I later on understood, that we have to hear the scripture from the Vaishnava. Then we can understand. Uh, we do not have our strength on our own. It is not like a correspondence course that we do our bachelor's or master's and we get our certificate. It doesn't work like that. No. So, we have to hear from the right source in the right disciplic succession. So then I started attending lectures, attending Bhagavatam classes, attending Bhagavad Gita classes. And then things started falling in place. I loved Prabhupada's books. I read all his books, whatever I could get my hands on. And then, you know, slowly and steadily, the opportunities were given by the Vaishnavas for me to speak. So I started speaking. And when you are speaking, you have, one of the things is that you have to be well-versed on a particular subject. If you are speaking on a subject, you need to make sure that that you are capable. Otherwise, we find that a lot of people, when they speak, they don't they don't speak on the subject matter. And and and, and a lot of the people, when at the end of the lecture, they do not ask questions on the subject matter. So when we are hearing a particular verse or a particular subject matter, we should at least get into the habit to to connect with that particular verse or particular subject matter. And if that time permits, then we can ask other questions that are that are related to Krishna consciousness. That way we can improve our 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 bhakti knowledge base, and and so that was my my story in a nutshell. And you know, well, and, and then preaching is the essence. That's the best service. I love kirtan. I love kirtan. I love bhajans, Vaishnava bhajans, the Gauri Vaishnava bhajans. I are the apple of my eye. You can say so because all the bhajans, all the Vaishnava bhajans contain the essence of all the Gauri Vaishnava literatures. Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Bhagavad Gita, and all the all the wonderful teachings of the Gaudiya Vaishnava Acharyas, they are there in the form of Vaishnava Vajans. They are on a golden platter, they have put it in a simple language, but they are full of deep nectar. And and that was my forte, that I would generally, if somebody were to give me a chance to speak on a particular subject, open, then I would choose one of the Gaudiya Vaishnava Vajans and just expound on it. That's that's what I I, 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 I I love and that's what I do. When I was in the temple, I did pujari seva and also Sunday feast cooking. 
my favorite place also one of the favorite places is Nivrindavan. We have Shama Rasika Mataji. My wife and I met our wonderful husband, Nikunjot Prabhu and and there. And every time we come to Nivrindavan, we just love to go to the kitchen and just cook either for the deities or for the feast. And then when there comes time, I used to even uh, at certain centers teach harmonium to the kids and uh, and, 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 and the Mahamantra on the harmonium. So things like that. But mostly, I got more and more involved in Harikatha. And and right now, I every uh, Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, I have this Bhakti Vedanta Bhagavad group uh, that I've been, uh, along with a few sincere devotees, we are actually meeting every Sunday at 5.30 p.m. And because of COVID, that really helps. Because the Zoom came as a, as a bonus. People are in the comfort of their homes, and uh, we could connect. And I took many different topics. Uh, last year, I did Damodarashtakam for two months. We started in Karthik, and we ended a month later. For eight weeks, uh, on a, a lot of details, based on Sanatana Goswami's Dig Darshini, Jiva Goswami's Gopal Shampu, each and every verse, each and every word, I tried to the best of my ability, whatever I could recollect, based on and on, on whatever rush I could give others. So those are there, all those topics, Chaitanya Sistastakam, all these different various topics are there on the website. Uh, you can go and find them, and if you like them, you can share. Because that is actually not my qualities, or not my qualifications. It is just simply speaking as it is what I've learned from Srila Prabhupada's books, and the books of our Gaudiya Vaishnava Acharyas. And that's simply what I am, I am doing. I have personally no qualifications. That's that's, that's all I can say about myself, and I'm always seeking the blessings. I'm getting older at this age of 58. I'm forgetting verses. Many things I'm forgetting. You know, but the essence by the mercy of Sri Prabhupada and the Vaishnavas, hopefully that remains with me till the end of my life. I will continue doing this seva, and one day, you know, whatever the will of Prabhupada is, you know, I, 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 I'm, my actually goal of life, I'll share this with you, you are only four of you, so it's okay, otherwise I don't want to make it appear like I am, you know, blowing my own trumpet, is to serve His Divine Grace, birth after birth. You know, uh, going back to God, it is not important for me, personally. You know, if Sri Prabhupada, in the mode of what, what the Prahlad Maharaj said, when Narsikadev offered him, Vaikuntha, he said, no, my dear Narsikadev, you know, I don't need anything. Please, uh, you know, and then Narsikadev insists, so he says, for my pleasure, ask something. So he says, okay, my father, the Baitiraj, the king of demons, you know, please deliver him. Oh, there's a, that's out of question. 21 generations in the past and future, they will be delivered because of you, O Prahlad. Ask me something. Ask me a boon. So there's nothing in this material world. My father, Hiranya Kashipu, had everything. He had control over all the 14 planetary systems. He had all. His name is Hiranya. Uh, Hiranya means wealth or gold. Kashipu means all the comforts. And you taught him. Just like Dhavakara Kavala Vare Nakama, Dhuta Shingam, Dalita Hirindikrasupu, Tadu Brinda. Just like a little mosquito, like a little fly. You finished him. What is there in this material world? If you want to give me something, give me your blessings, Lord Nishikadev, that I can, I can serve my Guru Maharaj Naradji. Because in this material world, there are thousands and thousands and millions and millions of souls who are lost and they are in need of Krishna consciousness. And I can assist my Guru Maharaj Naradji. Who is, who is an expert in, in saving souls. 
So this is my personal mood. Most of us, you know, we are lured by going back to Godhead. Prabhupada said, yes, go back to Godhead. But these are initial stages, just like a mother or a father, loving mother or father says that, oh, you finish your homework, I'll give you a chocolate. You know, I'll, 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 I'll take you to the movies. So that is a prolongation. That is just some kind of an enticement. But if you see the books of our Goswamis, if you see the bhajans of our Vaishnava Acharyas, we never find that take me back to Godhead. Never. None of those, none of those sentences or words are present. They are always asking for that eternal service. Eternal service. So this is, this is the Samam Bonam that I have learned. And this is what I try to portray to the best of my ability. My time is, I always find that my time is always limited. Because there is so much, so much that our Acharyas have given. And so little do I know. And even within the little that I know, time is not enough. So, <laughs> this is the, the story of my life. I am a person who is still struggling with my senses, etc. But I, I, I try my best. So whenever I speak Katha, one of the things that I have is I always keep, in, uh, uh, keep something in mind, what Shri Prabhupada always said about his Guru Maharaj. His Guru Maharaj said that, that uh, when, you do, when you speak Hari Katha, you are speaking minimum to two persons. Minimum to two persons. First to yourself and then second to the other. So, so this is the principle I try to abide by, and I seek the blessings of all of you that I continuously abide by that. Uh, the number game has never annoyed me, whether there is one person or four persons or there are four hundred people in an assembly. You know, I always keep this in mind that whenever I'm speaking, I'm speaking for my purification. The lordships are there, my deities are listening, and and what I is, you know, they are listening to the words of Shri Prabhupada, you know. Uh, the message of Shri Prabhupada and our Gaudi Acharyas. Nothing manufactured. So, Om Tatsat, so be it. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. All glories to Shri Prabhupada. And all glories to our Acharyas. So, I have a wife. She is a very